Hello, and welcome to another episode of Untangling. Hope everybody had a great Christmas, happy holidays, and happy new year. What an interesting couple of weeks it has been. Just got back from Iowa. We spent Christmas in Iowa, and my daughter loves it because all her presents, anything she wants, it seems to always come true. But it's also a great time for her to spend time with her grandparents. Uh, so the grandparents had a blast. However, you want to talk about a white Christmas. Had to drive through a snowstorm to get to Iowa. The high was 16 degrees. The low was minus 16 to a point where we literally, once we got to Iowa, we could barely leave the house. The good news is, once it's negative 16 degree weather, and somehow it finds its way to zero degrees, it literally feels like summertime. Once it got to roughly around five degrees, I have a, a dog, again, I talked about Cheeto on uh, this podcast, I took Cheeto in five degree weather around the block where he would literally just run out, do his business and run back in the house. So it is insane how if you go from negative 16 to zero to a high of 16, the highest 16 literally felt like uh, summertime to say the least. And I am being honest. I was out, I was about walking around because it got to 16 degrees. The good news is uh, they do have a a mall uh, there. It's called the Jordan Creek Mall. And it is just a high-scale mall. Uh, You have every high-end brand you could think of. So just being able to kind of get out of the house in that kind of weather, stop by the Cheesecake Factory, got some lunch, did some late last-minute Christmas shopping, and we just had an absolute blast. So what kept me busy? So what kept me busy was simply a lot of uh, football, and I'll get into that later on in the show, but just being around family. uh, So we spent the day at the in-laws house, and then we drove to a town called Bondurant, Iowa, to spend the evening with my brother-in-law. And one thing about Bondurant that's really interesting is it started off as a small, small town in Iowa, and then Amazon moved in. Uh, Costco is moving in. So all these big retailers started to move in, and so now the population is just growing like crazy. So my brother-in-law, he lives in a property where they have a self-made lake where we'd always go fishing, and it's pretty cool because They actually have some uh, eagles in the backyard as well. I mean, it doesn't get more American than that. But just going over there, having a blast, seeing the family. And it seems like the family is always growing, knock on wood. But great time, but mostly spent time at the in-laws. And I got a chance to sit by the fireplace. Uh, We listened to some good Christmas Music, we did not watch any Christmas movies for whatever reason, but just stayed entertained and had an absolute uh, blast. So happy to be back home. 
Uh, today is Monday, December 26th. So for a lot of people, it is a holiday. So I hope you got a chance to enjoy this Monday. We all know with 2023 around the corner, the day of reckoning is coming. I got a chance to read a pretty funny meme. And the meme said, wow, 2023, you won't find one person who says, this is going to be my year. Because it's almost like after 2020, every year has gotten more and more and more difficult. So nobody's claiming 2023. Everybody's kind of just staying back. It's more of an approach of, let's see what this brings me. So for me, I am actually coming on my five-year anniversary at work. And I did something I've never done in my work career prior. I actually sent my uh, CEO a email and said I'd like a 30-minute conversation to, descri- uh, to discuss a few things. One is DEI and the other is personal development. I've never personally reached out to a CEO of an organization, but I feel like the time is right to do so because every company says they have an open door policy. You could always stop and talk to me. And I just want to see, you know, let's just see if it's legit uh, because there's a lot of items I would personally uh, like to discuss. I think the timing's right. I think 2023 is going to be a, it's going to be a make or break year for a lot of people. So just looking forward to that. So as we approach 2023, what are some items that I'm looking at? One is simply cash is king. So therefore, I'm not investing in any smoke and mirrors. And smoke and mirrors is anything that I am not an expert in. So if it's a coin, uh, and a coin is another phrase for a crypto uh, currency. If it's a hot stock, all that nonsense, I'm no longer interested in. All my cash is coming in-house. I don't want to hear about the latest and the greatest because one thing I realized is that people get paid a lot of money to sell you hope and dreams. What's so fascinating about the stock market is you'll never hear anybody advise anyone to buy Johnson & Johnson. I was in the pharmaceutical industry 10 years ago. Johnson & Johnson was roughly at $40, paid a dividend. Nobody said to buy them. Johnson & Johnson, I want to say it's well over $160 uh, today paying a dividend. Just So think about that. So we, And we always talk about stocks on untangling. So think about your 4% at $40 and now your 4% dividend at $160. And oh, by the way, that's going to continue to grow. You'll never see anybody uh, selling Johnson & Johnson on uh, CNBC because it doesn't pay their bills. Another company, Eli Lilly. Eli Lilly basically controls the diabetes market. They make insulin, okay? So the next thing to owning water would be owning insulin. Eli Lilly owns insulin. When I was in the pharmaceutical field roughly 12 years ago, Eli Lilly has always been a respected company. I want to say Eli Lilly was trading at $60. Uh, Today, they are at $385 and growing. Again, you'll never hear anybody tell you to buy Eli Lilly. There's a reason why very, very wealthy people buy Procter & Gamble 
Johnson and Johnson, and they might throw one other stock in there. Let's just say Eli Lilly, or maybe another strong market cap, one of the railroad companies. There's a reason why their portfolio never seems to go away from guaranteed income and guaranteed growth stocks, no matter what the economy does. Feds, feds raise rates, they don't care. Feds decrease rates, they don't care. Those stocks keep trucking and trucking and trucking, and they've been trucking since they have been in existence. So my goal for 2023 is cash is king, and I'm only going to invest in my area of expertise, and that area is healthcare. Another company you probably never heard of, um, very popular, uh, Humana. They can be Humana and United basically control the health insurance uh, industry. One's trading at 400 Humana. The other one I want to say is trading well over well over 350 dollars. They've been doing it since the beginning of time. You'll never hear anybody tell you buy Humana, buy United, uh, buy United Health, but you're gonna hear it today on Untangling. So my cash is coming in house. I am gonna pay off my debt, and what I mean by debt is I have student loans and I have a mortgage, and then I am out of the game. I will never buy anything speculative, AI, EVs, any nonsense that doesn't make any money. I will never put another penny in that stock. The other thing I would recommend is with all the high flyers, you know, the SoFi's, the Robin Hoods, all these companies fly by night, just don't do it. You bank with JP Morgan Chase, you bank with Charles Schwab, you bank with Bank of America, the big boys who've been here since the beginning of time. If you care about your money, stop investing in these apps. That's all they are. They are literally a Tim Cook email away from being irrelevant and what i mean by that is tim cook who donald trump referred to as tim apple um is the ceo of apple he literally if he were ever to take any one of those apps off his platform their business model is done doesn't matter the strategy so 2023 i'm gonna let everybody go their own way I'm gonna pave my own path. I'm not taking advice from anybody. I'm not taking advice from any experts. I'm not taking any advice from any quote unquote leaders because at the end of the day, you have to basically grind and pave your own path. Nobody is going to help you do that. So, untangling audience, just being honest, uh, and looking forward to a new year. Also, 2023, with my cash coming in-house, I have a trip plan to Chile. And a lot of people say Chile, it's Chile. Okay, you gotta say it with the uh, accent. And funny story about Chile is that I reached out to my mother and I said, hey, I'm gonna be going to Chile uh, in February. 
and you know she asked me what part and we're going to be going to Santiago and a few other uh, regions of Chile and she told me did you know there's actually a lot of Haitian people in Chile which I would have never known but it turns out there are Haitian people everywhere so hopefully I'll be able I'll have a chance to meet a few but it's gonna be my wife my daughter and I we are going to fly from Chicago to Panama so for those of you who don't know Chile could either be a 10-hour flight or a 16-hour flight depending on how you break it up we decided to do the 10-hour flight the less time the better so we're gonna fly from Chicago to Panama Panama we have roughly an hour or two hour layover never been to Panama the one thing I do know about Panama is a uh, few friends they're pretty familiar with the area and also, I am a huge Narcos fan. So one of my favorite episodes is when Pablo Escobar ends up in Panama. And he's having a dinner with his wife because he's on the run. He has all this money in the world, but he's running from the government. He's running from his enemies. His wife asked him a very interesting question. She said, what's the point of having eight houses? And I'm paraphrasing because that's what we do here on the Untangling show. What's the point of having eight houses when you don't have a home? And it's just one of those, it's one of the most powerful lines I've heard watching a TV show. Familiar with Panama that way through Netflix. But anyways, layover in Panama. A few of you might be asking, what is Chile known for? So what's fascinating about Chile is you could go to the beach and you could go skiing in the exact same day because the climate is so insane. Chile is also known for their flamingos, which I did not know. And they're also known for their penguins because they are so close to the Arctic on the bottom part of the country. They're also obviously known for Chilean sea bass, which is one of my favorite favorite foods seafoods in the world so hopefully it's cheap down there but just been doing a lot of reading in regards to the history of chili and one of the things that i learned about chili and again i learned this from knuckles and just reading up on it is Pino shea and his name is augusto pina it's augusto pino shea so for those of you who don't know, Pinochet was a dictator, uh, born in 1915, passed away in 2006, and he basically led a military coup in 1973, well before I was born, to take over the military regime and taking over Chile. And what he's actually famous for is and I learned this from watching Narcos, probably the greatest show ever written next to The Wire and The Sopranos, is with Pinochet, Chile was known as the number one Coke distributor. Uh, when I say Coke, I'm talking about cocaine uh, distributor during that time. And what Pinochet figured out very early on is that cocaine is going to be a serious problem that would destroy his country. So Pinochet, and I want to say Nixon was uh, actually uh, probably involved with this, wanted to basically get rid of all the Chilean uh, drug dealers. So he rounded them all up and had them executed. 
And from that point forward, with cocaine, Chile was known for making the best cocaine. So with a product such as cocaine, it ends up moving north towards Colombia. And then Colombia ends up taking it over because the Colombians were known as the best smugglers and probably are still known as the best smugglers in the world, at least until that time. So what do I tell you that? So one of the things I realized is that with Chile is that it is an extremely safe country. Knock on wood. Once you say that, you go to a country, God forbid, something bad happens. But he figured out, he literally clipped that cocaine problem in the bud. But at the end of the day, this guy, I don't want to paint him as a hero. He was a ruthless dictator who killed millions of people and destroyed almost all of his enemies. So learning a little bit about the history about uh, Chile and how you know they've had some struggles when it comes to uh, the government within you know since their since the beginning and again i'm not a chilean expert looking forward to the trip the way the trip came about is actually pretty interesting so we have our uh, babysitter uh, who lives across the street from us very smart such a nice gal graduated from john hopkins so extremely brilliant so we really lucked out it's her and her sister uh, her sister is in chicago attending Loyola University, just a great family. We got really close with the family, but long story short, after she graduated from John Hopkins, she wanted to uh, go down to Chile uh, as part of a project, and it's not Peace Corps. At least I don't think it's Peace Corps. Who knows what it's being called these days? But anyway, she is down in Chile, so we made a promise that we would definitely come down and visit and so we're gonna head down there we're gonna visit we're gonna probably hang out with her for one of the days that we're down there and then we're gonna travel throughout the country so looking forward to the trip to chile and also 2023 i told you a lot of traveling uh, i have a planned trip to las vegas more to come in regards to that uh, so let everybody know the king of las vegas is coming home uh, looking forward to that hanging out with some friends and I haven't even told uh, some of my friends this so this is breaking news on untangling be I'll be heading down to Vegas and then I have a conference uh, Medicare conference in Chicago in April um, I think my wife and my daughter they're gonna be heading down to Sarasota Florida Later on in the year, I went last year. I don't know if I'll be going back to Florida. So that's going to be a game time decision. So 2023 for me is going to be the year of traveling. It's going to be the year of enjoying life. It's going to be the year of continuing to cut out the noise. And what I mean by the noise is all the nonsense that simply wastes your time that doesn't lead to health that doesn't lead to bettering yourself if bettering is even a word but here on the uh, untangling show we don't get into the weeds we just keep going so it's going to be a fun year a lot of planning again what i plan to do for 2023 is simply what you're selling i'm no longer interested and 
Also in 2023, there is going to be a lot of moves in regards to career opportunities. Last year, I got a few calls in regards to some great opportunities. I did not entertain any of them because I said I had a five-year plan. January 18th marks my five years at the organization. I won't even take the untangling audience to what I've been through within this organization from when I started. Literally, I thought every day it was only a matter of time till they fired me to where I am today. Uh, I had the corporation actually reach out to me to do TED Talks, and it is a great honor. So I submitted, I went through the process. I told them I want to focus on diversity, equity, and inclusion. And what I want to focus in on is simply leaders who are a little hesitant to put their toes in that water because diversity, equity, and inclusion can be complex. It can be difficult. There's a lot of landmines. And I just plan to simply have a presentation on how to navigate around those landmines to make sure not only are you participating in diversity, equity, and inclusion, but you're making your organization a better place to work than when you found it. So a lot on the docket for 2023. So back to Iowa. So Iowa was so crazy because, you know, we had a blast. Whenever it's time to leave, it's always tough. My wife was extremely happy with all the gifts that I got her. Her, she got me amazing gifts. Uh, I asked for a real nice pair of jeans. So I was able to get my real nice pair of jeans. We got a gift certificate to go to Nordstrom's to shop. And it was a good sum, no complaints in regards to how much the gift certificate was for. But I was, I'm so simple. And my motto is simply, less is more. So I got this kind of like bubble jacket. So it's one of those winter jackets, but it's really for 35 to maybe 60 degree weather. So it has a specific purpose. And I have a really nice jacket if it drops below 35. I'm talking about a down goose jacket, not one of those, you know, from the 1980s, 90s, we all grew up with, but you know, the newer version. This jacket, if you wear it inside a house, I can't even wear it in a mall or any retail establishment because I will literally start sweating. That's how hot the thing gets. And so I just needed something a little bit lighter. So when the weather gets better, I could simply throw it on. So I was able to get that. I got a nice, one of those zip up sweaters, uh, polo zip up sweaters, kept it simple. So my wife had the exact same gift card to Nordstrom's that I had. I had two items in my cart. I look at my wife's cart. There was well over 35 items in there. And in my head, I did the math and I knew how much the card was worth. And I'm just like, that is 10 times more than the card that we got. We just had a fun time shopping. Pretty, pretty funny story. So there's a place called Wine to Wine. And I wanted to just stop, get some alcohol. And I'm just like, you know what? I, I'm really in the mood for maybe uh, Amstel Light. I'm not in the mood for wine. 
why would I go here? And the reason why I bring this story up is because this place is literally right next door to where my in-laws live. So I'm like, okay, three minute ride and it's negative four degrees. So I go to Wine to Wine and this place ends up being the biggest liquor store I've ever been in my life. And any, li any liquor, any beer, anything you can imagine at your fingertips. And I asked the lady uh, working the register, I'm like, why would you call this wine to wine? You sell everything here. And she goes, I know marketing wise, wine to wine, wine to wine maybe isn't the best name, but I'm glad you found this. She was so nice. And it is literally probably the nicest liquor store I've ever been to in my life. So I loaded up on some scotch, loaded up on, I said, hey, since I'm here, got a bottle of wine, got some beers, got in the car, drove home, and had a great Christmas Eve. So back to Iowa, the drive home was brutal. There was black ice. I warmed up my car, but for whatever reason, the windshield was just dirty and the snow blocking it didn't allow the windshield wiper fluid to hit the windshield. So I stopped at a gas station to kind of clean it off. And this guy walks over to me and he says, hey, how's it going? I'm like, I'm doing good. He'll say, hey, just letting you know, are you going on 80 East? I'm like, yeah, I'm heading on towards Chicago. And he goes, yeah, be very careful. A lot of black ice there. And I told him, I'm so happy you told me because I didn't have my uh, Ford Explorer and four wheel drive, but I'm gonna put in four wheel drive based on what you're telling me. So long story short, we're driving. I've never seen so many cars, trucks, uh, Amazon delivery trucks, Walmart delivery trucks in a ditch in my life. We've seen cars that were totaled to a point where you ask yourself, did anybody escape that car alive? Like I'm talking about just metal that it looks like it went through a junkyard, okay? It did not stop from when we left Des Moines, Iowa on the highway. I know I kind of sound like I'm all over the place. I'm just recalling what I experienced. If you don't use Waze, I highly recommend it. I try to use Google Maps. I try to use Apple's Maps. And for whatever reason, I'm just not a fan. It's something we talked about on Untangling before. But for whatever reason, uh, family members, they use Waze. They said, hey, you got to download Waze. And it's W-A-Z-E, I want to say it is. And I download Waze. We get to this point where it is just traffic. You cannot move. And Waze says, take this exit. Exit 173. So I take the exit and I'm just like, do we wait? Don't we wait? And as I'm taking the exit, I look up, I see a truck, four wheel drive, all four wheels are moving and this truck cannot even move. So it just tells me it is just a sheet of black ice that Waze was able to recognize, take me off the exit and probably saved me seven hours, okay, of sitting in that traffic. Granted, I had to go through the back roads of Iowa. I ended up in Grinnell. Uh, Grinnell actually has a pretty popular college uh, that's there. Got back on 80 East and headed toward Chicago. Ways saved me maybe six hours and also avoiding black ice. The good news, hit Illinois. And Illinois, the streets are plowed, four wheel drive, finally taken off so we get to peoria for those of you who are familiar with the area central illinois and it's like oh blue skies 
and I don't know why it seems like technology just keeps getting worse and worse aside from Waze on uh, navigating app because it said blue skies we hit Peoria and Peoria is roughly an hour west northwest of uh, where I live in Bloomington we hit Peoria where my iPhone said blue skies nothing to worry about there is a absolute whiteout blizzard and in my head I said how did this app not know there is whiteout blizzard conditions so got the kid in the car along with along with more gifts than you can imagine and I get in the slowest lane possible to simply say can we make it home and I'm looking and we made sure we did this trip during the day so we could avoid the nighttime nightmare it was bad but long story short we did get to Bloomington safe and sound and when we got home Whenever I leave and travel, I always have my heat on 65. Every drink we had in our garage, because we just said the you know drinks in our garage, they all blew up because that's how cold it has been the last week in the Midwest. So I looked at my wife, I looked at my daughter, and I told them, honestly, we are lucky to be alive. And that's an understatement because those hospitals where we saw those accidents they have to be packed and you're talking about christmas you're talking about people who just wanted to go into the new year who did not see this storm coming i get home hop on google 30 dead in buffalo from this winter storm so thank your lucky stars knock on wood hopefully we're all able to make it into the new year nothing is granted can't thank you enough for continuing to listen to untangling but before we close out last night i was talking to my father-in-law we're watching i want to say it's maybe two nights ago so i was talking to my father-in-law uh, we're watching the broncos who knows who they were playing uh la rams game and he's like what are your thoughts i'm like you know the broncos are very 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 good team however they just have a really really bad head coach and i told him uh, this was actually, it should have been last night because I said, uh, tomorrow morning, Hackett will be fired. So as I'm on the road, I get a text from my cousin and he said, hey, the Broncos fired Hackett. We talked about this on Untangling. We talked about that. We talked about diversity, equity, and inclusion. Brian Flores went to, to that job interview for the Denver Broncos. John Elway decided that he would just get drunk, have a great time, waste Brian Flores' time because he already had a guy in mind by the name of Hackett, who, you know, probably looks like someone who John Elway can relate to, who John Elway hangs out with. So Brian Flores goes to Denver, sham interview, and you know this because Brian Flores sued the NFL and it's all in the legal docs. So they hire Hackett, and Hackett is literally a guy they handed a set of headphones to and said, hey, you're a head coach, no qualifications to be a head coach. Denver easily has probably the best, or if not the top five best defense in the NFL. They can't win a game. Russell Wilson, uh, why he would go to Denver is beyond me. Career, absolute disaster. And this is what happens when you don't want to take diversity, equity, and inclusion seriously. You have the Miami Dolphins, who Brian Flores, Coach Tua, 
And we all know Tua is not a good quarterback. And Brian Flores figured out a way to win, what, nine, seven games? Nine uh, to ten games back-to-back years with him? And I want to say they took him, he took him to the playoffs one year. And John Elway didn't even want to entertain this guy, but would rather give the job to a person who's never coached in an NFL game. When you have Biennemi, who's won a Super Bowl on the Kansas City Chiefs, you have Leftwich, who's won a Super Bowl with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Just can't even entertain uh, those two as a possible head coach. And look where the Broncos are today. So, like I said, with diversity, equity, and inclusion, you don't have to take it seriously. Racism costs money. It costs a lot of money because all the proceeds the Broncos would have made from going to the playoffs. Now, that will simply go to probably the San Diego Chargers, um, you know, the Washington Commanders, uh, somehow, some way, the Panthers are still in this. By the way, Panthers fired their head coach. After finding their head coach, got rid of their quote-unquote star quarterback, Baker Mayfield. And so, you know, the African-American guy gets the job by default. And this guy is yet to be mentioned and might literally take a team that had three wins to the playoffs, might beat Tom Brady for that playoff spot, but, you know, ESPN, NFL Network, they're not allowed to talk about the Panthers head coach. You had people who put a lot of money on the Lions head coach uh, to win the game where the Lions played the Panthers. Meanwhile, you have the Panthers head coach, which nobody put money on him, and he's on his way to the playoffs. So, again, you want to keep losing money? Just keep betting against diversity, equity, and inclusion. And one thing I learned about diversity, equity, and inclusion, make uncomfortable become comfortable. Have a great rest of your week.